What's up, Boss Fam? This is your boy, Dun Beasy, and this is Boss Talk, aka the Living Like a Boss podcast, where we talk about the habits, mindsets, and practices to be a boss. That means we're looking at what it takes to get results. Well, let's get into today's boss level mindset. So, as you've probably noticed, This is not exactly seven days from the last time I released a podcast episode. It is, in fact, a literal two weeks since the last time I released a podcast episode. All of those wolf tickets I was selling about the process and changing and learning in the last podcast has proven itself to be cap. And I'm going to keep it real about that. But... I'm going to continue to persist and stay consistent with it. This week, I'm going to record four podcasts at the same darn time. So even if I trip next week and don't record a podcast, I'm a couple podcasts ahead. Even if you fall down, dust yourself off and try again. Well, I'm going to stop singing. JK, I probably got two or three more songs in me. Well, today's boss level mindset is going to be stop focusing on the why and start focusing on your ex. And not your ex is in EX, the ex in your relationship. I don't want anybody to jump on the internet and say, but Dunbeasy told me to send that hey big head text. I'm talking about X as in an algebraic equation. For example, AX plus B equals Y. Well, if you don't know about algebra, you probably do. Every single letter represents a value. And in our lives, the Y is what we want. The B is what we have. And the X is what we need to multiply by what we're doing in order to get to our why i want you to disconnect from the why what you want and connect to what you need to do to get what you want said another way focus more on your lead indicators and less on your lag indicators a lag indicator is something that shows you that you are not hitting your goals For example, if you want to make $3,000 a month and you made $2,500 this month, the amount of money that you have is a lag indicator. It shows you that you have not reached your goal. However, what you do to get the money is a lead indicator. Are you in sales? How many sales calls did you make? Did you update your website? Are you coming out with new product offerings? How many social media posts did you make? How many emails did you send? These are all lead indicators that lead to your results. No, I'm not clever. No, I didn't make this stuff up. I listened to the 12 week year and they started to give names to a lot of the things that I've been thinking. And so I'm walking in here with the techno business mumbo jumbo and acting smart. Well, today I want to describe focusing on your X instead of your Y with my swimming journey. 
I also want to connect this to learning any activity because I believe in anything. People are extremely connected to their whys. For example, if you're roller skating and you want to learn some cool roller skating tricks, the spin is your why. The crazy leg is your why. The grapevine is your why. The B is probably your skates and the things that you can do now. The X is your drills. The X is your teachers. The X is your work ethic. The X is your ability to change and reflect. So let's get into our story for the day. One of my big dreams in life is to learn how to surf. Well, the thing is, I don't know how to swim. Actually, I can't say that anymore. I just don't swim well. If you watch the video that I put out on my 30th birthday, you can see a video of me swimming. And I look like I was about to drown. That wasn't a joke. I don't think drowning in a pool is funny. I could not swim. Well, what I decided to do was swim for 30 minutes every single day. And since my 30th birthday, I've learned how to backstroke, freestyle, and I'm starting to understand how to do my dolphin kicks underwater as well as my breaststroke. The crazy part is I actually learned how to swim by watching YouTube videos and jumping in the pool and practicing what they show me. And this isn't a moment where I'm going to flex and say, oh man, it's because I'm talented. It's because of the process. I was able to learn how to swim off of YouTube because I disconnected from my why, my desire to surf. And I connect it to my ex, what I need to do to logically be able to surf. Well, the first day I went out to swim, I went out with a friend. And my friend suggested that I try the freestyle. And honestly, I was like, yo, dog, I don't know how to freestyle. I can't even hold onto this wall and flutter kick and keep my legs in the air. I was having that much trouble. So... I jumped on YouTube to learn how to swim and I learned something that absolutely amazed me. You don't learn how to swim in a day. I watched the video from Nitro Fitness and I really took an opportunity to think about what it looks like to learn how to swim with the coach. I imagined what he was showing me in the video and I realized people don't learn all of these skills in a single day. It's actually about two to about 10 swimming lessons in order to learn everything you need to learn how to swim. So I started at the very, very bottom. The pool in the apartment that I'm living in is about 10 meters long. And one thing that I could focus on is how far I can swim and how little time. But that would be focusing on my why, my desire to swim in the specific skill, as opposed to focusing on my X. Everything that goes into swimming. This video was amazing. It's about an hour long and he starts off teaching this man how to put his face in the water. Then he teaches him how to blow bubbles out for when he's gonna take a breath. 
Then they practice the bobs or the process that you use to take a breath. Then he showed him the arms. Then he showed him the glide. Then he showed him the flutter kick. Then he showed him how to swim on his back. Then he showed him how to roll over. And after 45 minutes of instruction and drills, he showed him how to freestyle. The entire process brought me back to something that I learned skateboarding with my friend Andy in Shanghai. When I tried to learn how to skateboard by myself, I grabbed my skateboard, I went outside, and I practiced ollies. I practiced ollies for about an hour a day for a couple weeks. I realized I wasn't getting any better. I got discouraged and quit. But when I was skating with Andy, he showed me a lot of tricks in between rolling down the street and ollie. And that's when I realized there is a series of tricks between where you are and where you want to be. Invest in doing those tricks and you will get to where you want to be. And it's the same thing with the swimming. So instead of focusing on how many laps I could do, how far I was swimming and how fast I was swimming, I focused on breaking down the drills in those videos and practicing those skills. The first day I was just practicing my glide across the pool. The next day I was practicing my glide and doing a couple kicks because I noticed I was having trouble breathing and kicking. So I was like, wait, 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 bro. You gonna kick or you gonna try to breathe? You might as well just practice the kicks. After that, I started practicing my backstroke. And then he taught us how to roll. And at first I wanted to practice rolling from the back like he showed in the video. But I realized like, hey, yo, bro, you can't roll like he did in the video. You're getting water in your nose, your body not flipping the way you want it to flip. So every single time I ran into a skill that I did not have, instead of counting my progress in the amount of laps that I could do, I counted my progress in how many times I could practice that skill going across the pool. For example, like I said, on the first day, I was gliding from one side of the pool to the other, and then I was gliding back. And then I would glide from one side to the pool to the other, and then I would glide and flutter kick with my face in the water on the way back. And then I would practice gliding to one side of the pool, flutter kicking and taking one breath, and then standing up and doing another glide and practicing taking another breath. And I broke this down. I broke down a series of things that I would need to know how to do. I broke down a series of skills that I saw in the video. And eventually, I was able to change the way that I was practicing in the pool. So instead of trying to freestyle down the pool and freestyle back down the pool, what I do instead is I backstroke down the pool and I attempt to do a roll in the middle. If I hit the roll, cool. I'll flip over and hit a couple strokes of the freestyle till I get to the other side of the pool. But if I miss the roll, cool. I practice the roll. I key in on how to improve the roll. One day I noticed that I wasn't rolling well. So I pulled out my phone while I was practicing and I looked up how to do the backstroke better. 
Instead of focusing on how far I could swim or how much I was doing the skill, I focused on increasing the amount of drills. Because if you practice your drills, you're going to build your skills so you can do the tricks that's going to get you the clicks. The crazy part about this approach is it's actually impossible to truly learn something any other way. And the difference between professionals and amateurs is this understanding. Because what we want to do is actually a lot easier than we actually think. We imagine the activities that we want to do. We build those activities up and we forget about all of the small things it takes to get to that point. But now I want to take and extend this because this is boss talk where we learn the habits, mindsets, and practices to be a boss. Understanding the process it takes to learn something isn't actually going to make you a boss. The reason why it's important to practice your drills to build your skills instead of your tricks to get clicks is practicing tricks is going to give you a hollow style let's think about my goal to surf in the ocean for one second in order to be able to surf you should be a very strong swimmer i mean you should be able to swim in the ocean if you really think about it swimming in the ocean and swimming in a pool is like the difference between night and day you can get swept out into the middle of the ocean it might rain in the ocean. You're constantly fighting waves in the ocean. You're dealing with wind in the ocean. You have to be able to swim drastically better to truly swim in the ocean, if you really think about it. A lot of times when I swim, I imagine myself getting stranded in the middle of the ocean. And I imagine, what could I actually do about it? And now it becomes a lot more important to practice those drills to build those skills. Because if I get swept out into the middle of the ocean, I might not be able to swim back against the current. I need a way to float for a large amount of time. If I get swept out into the ocean, I don't have an opportunity to put my feet on the bottom of the pool and reset everything. If I get swept out into the ocean and I trip on a breath, I have to keep on swimming. I don't have the safety net of the bottom of the pool to reset, breathe, and get back into it. So all of those drills that I was talking about focusing on, it's not just to learn how to freestyle. It's not just to say, oh, I can swim. It's preparation for a larger task. Some of your problems will be known. Many of your problems will be unknown. That's why you got to stay hard so you don't have to get hard. Okay, everybody, it's a joke. I'm not going to start saying that. But David Goggins actually does tell people to stay hard. And he told a story one time that really touched me. And I think this is the type of mindset that you need to truly be successful and get the results that only bosses can get. He says, in the army, sometimes we go for runs. And the instructor will have a start point and an end point. But you get some instructors who want to be jerkwads. 
and they'll see people getting happy as we're getting close to the end point and they'll blow on past it. And that's when you see the head start to drop. That's when you see people start to get sad. But David Goggins says, I don't get sad. That's when I start taking souls. Our lives are a lot like those runs. We can have a start point in our mind. We can have an end point in our mind. But just like the plans of mice, the plans of men don't always go as planned. When you focus on building your X instead of trying to do Y, you give yourself an opportunity to actually hit your Y and prepare for the unknown. Because that's what we're really talking about here on Boss Talk. These are the habits, mindsets, and practices to be a boss. And when you're a boss, sometimes things don't go as planned. Sometimes you have to be stronger than you anticipated that you needed to be. And if you're constantly practicing your drills and you're constantly focusing on building your skills in a certain way, when that time comes, you're going to be prepared to do whatever you need to do. Well, that's all I have for you today, folks. If you like the podcast, make sure you like or follow. If you love the podcast, please leave a five-star review. And if you feel so led, share it with the friend you think might resonate with the message. Well, until next time, Largo on Boss Fam.